This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. comic fan will tell you this to take on superman you need kryptonite you need something to level the playing field and geopolitics is no different but in our story there is no heroic superman there is only a villainous superpower i'm talking about china militarily china is far stronger than any asian country Financially, their checkbook is unmatched. So countries like India need something to level the field. They need a kryptonite. Enter the Dalai Lama. Nothing enrages China more than the Dalai Lama. For most of the world, he is a Buddhist spiritual leader, a beacon of peace and freedom. But for China, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's how the Chinese government once described him, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Earlier today, the Dalai Lama landed in New Delhi. His motorcade attracted a lot of attention. There was a lot of buzz in the city. The question is why? One reason is the timing. This is the Dalai Lama's first visit to New Delhi in three years, so clearly there must be a plan, which brings us to reason number two. New Delhi is the seat of power in India. It is home to India's political leadership. So could the Dalai Lama be planning to meet them? Quick side note. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has not met the Dalai Lama since taking office. He's spoken on the phone, but no direct meeting yet. As of now, there's no word on whether it will happen this time, but the mere possibility is important. India's relationship with the Dalai Lama has changed over the years. In 1959, the Dalai Lama crossed over to India. He was fleeing the Chinese army then. The Indian government decided to give him asylum. Back then, Jawaharlal Nehru was Prime Minister of India. Nehru never wanted to leverage the Tibet issue. He wanted to be friends with China. In fact, he asked the Dalai Lama to not provoke Beijing. So the asylum was more humanitarian than political. But 60 years later, things have changed. The Indian government may not admit it, but the Dalai Lama's presence in India is deeply political. More than 100,000 Tibetans live and work in India. They've also set up a government in exile at Dharamshala. Needless to say, China hates all of this. They've repeatedly asked India to shut down the Tibetan government, but India still hasn't. So this visit by the Dalai Lama should not be seen in isolation. It must be seen in the broader context. A, the border tensions between India and China, they're yet to be resolved. Earlier this week, Foreign Minister S. Jayashankar talked about the Galwan clashes. He said the episode is still casting a shadow over relations. B, the showdown over Taiwan. Nancy Pelosi's visit may have been uncalled for, but it was certainly bad PR for China. Their warnings were openly ignored. Their claims of sovereignty were effectively dismissed. So it's a sensitive time for Beijing. And C, the state of the Tibetan movement. The Dalai Lama, you see, is 87 years old. So naturally, there are questions about his succession. Who will lead the Tibetan movement forward? What will the new leadership look like? All these questions will have to be answered. If not, Tibet could be forgotten. Because let's face it, that's how the world works. Last year, all the talk was about Xinjiang, about the Uyghurs in labor camps. And now everyone is talking about Taiwan. 
So to stay relevant, the Tibetan movement must be defined, which means India must also review its Tibet policy. Is it still humanitarian or is it political? So far, India's policy has been a mix. Last month, the Dalai Lama embarked on a trip to Ladakh. He stayed there for nearly a month. Now, Ladakh shares historical and cultural ties with Tibet. It also shares a border with China. During this trip, the Dalai Lama hitched a ride with the Indian Air Force. He was airlifted to a remote village in Ladakh. In fact, the Defence Ministry of India posted this picture on social media, these pictures. And here's what the tweet said. His Holiness showered his blessings on all air warriors of the station. And I know this sounds like a benign move, an airlift for an aging leader, that's all it is. But China won't see it that way. Anything that involves the Dalai Lama is political for Beijing, even wishing him on his birthday. India's Prime Minister has greeted the Dalai Lama twice, once in 2021 and then again in 2022, basically after the Galwan clashes. The Prime Minister started wishing the Dalai Lama a happy birthday. And both these times, China criticized it. It said that India does not understand the Dalai Lama's separatist nature. But do you know what would really infuriate them? A Bharat Ratna. It is the highest civilian award conferred by India. A group of MPs, members of parliament, want the Dalai Lama to get the Bharat Ratna. 22 lawmakers are part of this push. Some of them belong to the ruling party of India, the Bharatiya Janata Party, the BJP. But so far, the government is silent on this. If the Dalai Lama does get a Bharat Ratna, China would blow a fuse. Bilateral ties could hit rock bottom. It would also signal change in India's Tibet policy from humanitarian to clearly political. The question is, does India want to risk that? Officially, India recognizes Chinese sovereignty over Tibet. There is no debate about that. Even the Dalai Lama has accepted this. In Ladakh, he said Tibet was seeking autonomy, not independence. But what about the next generation of Tibetans? The people who've grown up in India, they've enjoyed freedom and democracy. Will they be happy with just autonomy? Also, what about the succession? The Dalai Lama has dropped multiple hints about his successor. He said it could be a woman. He said it could be chosen from a free country. So not China, definitely. But Beijing has other plans. They want the succession to follow Chinese communist laws, which is strange for an atheist state, but that's China for you. Convenience over principles, always. My point is the Tibetan movement is undergoing major changes, and so is India's China policy. It benefits both sides to synchronize those changes, to be on the same page. But India must also remember the balance of power, the cost-benefit equation of backing Tibet. Because the last thing they need is the kryptonite to backfire.